This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. I'm your host, JB. Hold on, hold on. No battery? No, no. It was, it, okay, it's, no cool, no, it's a right error, but then... So, no, it's not. Man, it's right. It's right. It, it's a correct error. Yo, great. Fucking Margo and I had fucking great morning the other day, bro. Yeah. So fucking awesome. But what we're going to start off with is we have Minister Tim with us today. Yo, Minister... Bishop, Bishop Tim Carpenter, PhD. Minister Bishop, Bishop Minister. Bishop, no, I like I like just Reverend. Uh, the How about the Don Bishop? I like Tim Carpenter. I like the Minister. Come on, Tim son. Carpenter. Cut is it? The Minister Tim Carpenter. The minister Tim Carpenter. The Minister. Like, Tim, like, like, Tim the Minister Carpenter. But I like, oh, I like Tim the Minister Carpenter. I just like that. Minister. Sounds like a funny. I, mean, I don't want to be referred to as Minister Tim. I want to be the Minister. Oh, How about why Reverend? not Minister Tim? Minister Tim. Mr. Tim, Mr. Yo, you Tim. Have your students refer to, refer to you as Mr. Yeah, you know Tim. How, like, you know, force everybody to call you. I don't professor. force anybody to do anything. I'm going to start. Everybody does it willingly. Minister, the minister. Well, let's fill the fans and know what we're talking about. Well, I'm, I'm now an ordained minister. That's so it, man. You guys, uh, who ordained you? Uh, that website, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> American Marriage Ministries. Yeah. OMM. That's it. AMM. AMM. Talk about it, man. How much did that cost you? What's your journey? What was your journey like? Uh, my journey was my wife went online and ministered or ordained me as a nice. wait. Your nice. wife ordained you. Yeah, she did the she did all the paperwork. Nice. Gotcha. And then uh, she did all the bureaucratic stuff. But I got a certificate coming and nice. uh, an ID card. How long did this take? How many? That's, ye- the, how that's what they upcharge you for. I think it was like fifty years? bucks for the thing. Just fifty. And then the. How long? How long is your minute? You like you have your menstrual. I think it's for life. Your menstrual. <laughs> your menstrual powers. I think it's for life. Right. So I'm gonna add that as a. Uh, on your LinkedIn? No, I'm going to offer that as a perk at, at the gym, school. If anybody needs I'm to get I'm going to put it on married. your LinkedIn too. Nice. Certified nice. deacon? Yeah. I don't know what a deacon. Is. Would you do would you do marriages at the school? Or is the depending school on who wants to get married, marriages? depending on who wants to get married. Right. Students right, only so, or anyone? Uh, would you would you minister a same-sex marriage? Absolutely. Okay. No, no, no. Why no? not? Cuz marriage is between a man and a woman. Not, I think so. Not yeah. in the state of Pennsylvania. No, uh, not historically. In the state of New Jersey. I, I go by the historical definition. You go by the historical oh, definition. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, no so same sex traditional marriages. or historical? Which one? Traditional and historical. Both. Okay. Traditionally historic. Yeah. So some of your friends couldn't get married if they wanted to if they wanted to renew yeah. their vows. Like let's you say would, you had a friend yeah. who happened to go to Yale or something like that, right? Or whatever. Some, oh, you wouldn't. Right. You wouldn't oh, even uh, miscegenation. I'm cool with that. I'm sorry. Who? What, what, miscegenation. What's that? Yeah. What's that? What's that interracial marriage is cool. Oh, you're cool with. Just not, you're cool with that. Just which, not same which side sex. of interracial marriage are you cool with? Both. Both you sure? Sides. Yeah. Gotcha. All races can get married. Okay. You're allowing them. I will allow it. Yeah. Okay. So wait a minute. So you'll only perform weddings for racists? Yeah. Preferably. Preferably. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry. You said all races, races can get married. Part of me, I thought you meant all and racists. racists. I don't care. I will. I will marry. Wait. Racists. So you would marry a racist? Yes. So a guy comes in with a Nazi suit. Yeah, you go. You're marrying. Yo, this what's guy. this Nazi suit look like, real quick? What do you think? Um, I, I've been the getting a lot of embroidered inglo- swastikas all over. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like some SS stuff on it. I got you. It's official. Yeah, gray official shit. hat. You know what? I might not do a guy in a Nazi suit. Okay. <laughs> hey. If a guy had like that's a, a good move, man. If that's a guy a strong had a, What if he came in wearing like not a Nazi suit, but you knew he was a Nazi? That's yeah. cool. A little and subtle. he was wearing a black shirt. That's cool. 
Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's not More a Nazi so. suit, but it's a black shirt. Yeah. You're, you're okay. okay with that. It'd be it'd be overboard. So explain to the people, to the fans. So I married my uh, my sister in law and her <laughs> Whoa. to her husband. Oh man, this is That's this sounds real like some real white people shit. Go yeah, ahead. right. Um, you married beautiful thruple. Um, nice. How so do you I performed. Say I officiated. There you go. The marriage of my sister. So is it legal? You you can legally bind a wedding. I did. Nice. I, mean, I don't know if I did. Can you have to, did you have to sign paperwork? I like, did have to them? sign paperwork. Yeah. So what? Yeah. In PA, you don't have to be have a ordained minister marry you. Oh, so you guys they they went super official. Well, no, she ordained. she messed up and got the wrong kind of marriage license that does mm. need a, a, a signature from an, a, a minister. Okay. So I got it. I was going to do the wedding anyway, but. I just got what is what kind of give, yeah, give us a rundown what was your Come on, eulogy like what was all that eulogy, <laughs> what, 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 nah, I, you want me to read it on uh, oh on sh- no, you got you, I have, no, you wrote it do down it. you prepared? why not why not bro read it let's nah, hear it now give us, like, people right, hear give us it, a sentence like yeah, one of the most yeah. beautiful things you said yeah, yeah, as the officiant as the as a married man as a man who understands as the minister yes you know what I mean what you what you said whoa yo there's a lot of shit there's a wall of it's big font. It's not. Okay, okay. The whole thing took like three or four minutes. Got gotcha. right. Welcome efficient. family, friends. This is where I fucked up yesterday too. Welcome family, friends, and loved ones. We gather here today to celebrate the wedding of Pete and Sylvia. You have come here to share in this formal commitment they make to one another. To offer your love and support to this union and to allow Pete and Sylvia to start their married life together surrounded by the people dearest and most important to them. And then it goes on and on. Gotcha. Right, right, right. Hey, you got the little Floyd Mayweather in you. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. A little bit. A little bit. But it's cool. We got you. We got it. We put you on the spot. So everyone enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Did you do the like now by the now, you know. By by the power vested in me, I said that. Yeah. You're nice. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Whoa. Did you, did you claim prima nocte? <laughs> I was wondering about that. <laughs> on my wife. You know what I, mean? I did that on my wife. Oh, okay. Me too. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? Huh? Nice, man. Congrats to Pete and Sylvia. Yeah. You know, for doing their thing. Good Timmy. food. They had great food. Great Chi-Chi? Food. Chi-Chi, right? Yeah, yeah Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. They had, uh, it was Garces. Okay. Nice. Where, oh, and you said it was in some sort the of- Powell House. Powell House. Yeah. Powell House. Where's yeah. the Powell House? Third Street. Mm, like right off Third and Walnut. Old City-ish. Oh, nice. So you said they, they're known for throwing parties back in the day. Like- That's what the lady said. It's like a historic museum building. Right. And- uh, So you think, you think Ben in Franklin day, was in there again? I think it, in, it was like stuff. Ben Franklin, George Washington- not Thomas Edison. Th- Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson all, got all part. How about there. George? <laughs> He's been there. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he has. Nice with Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Listen, m- moving on the USADA fight pass no, thing. No, we gotta it? we gotta talk about our day. day we, yeah, first of all, let's talk about let's coffee. Hit your nah, but hit your man with the you know what I mean with the. Happy birthdays. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, happy yeah, we had Thank a big, you, man. Fifty. We had a big, big five one. Nice. You know what I? You know what I got for my birthday? What? Shingles, the love, <laughs> the love and support of your family. How yeah, about that? That, that shout out, that, to, shout that, out to the yeah, people. Most, most of them. Yo, so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about right. Oh, uh, we had a great day the other day. Yeah, Marvel hits me up on a random. I'm up at them crazy hours. Yeah, yes. what were you doing what, awake at a normal I hour? I just couldn't. I, sometimes I'm laying in bed, but I can't, I got to get out when my back. I thought hurting. you might have been a, just awake from the day before. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. So. uh Set it off, Marco. How do we start that? I just yo the uh, the spot I go to has some really good espresso right now, and I think you like. I think like, I know you're gonna like it. And then uh, yo, you want to grab some breakfast? I want to hit this place up, Middle Child. Mm-hmm. Never been there. People rave about it. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah, let's do it. Bang. And we just met. We met at Middle Child. 
Had a fantastic breakfast. Come on, sandwich. bro. Yeah, fluffiest like egg I've ever eaten. What did you say? Sounds like a great day. Yo, it was, Yo, it was, it was, it was really early, good, man. man. Yeah. We got together like nine or something. He dropped the kids off yeah, and everything. Got the kids off at school. Met him for breakfast. We we went to Middle Child. I got a regular uh, breakfast sandwich. It was the oddest, densest, mm. lightest egg I've ever had. Same, same. Yeah, here. Mm. it was really dense good. and light at the same There's time. There's two of those places too. From when oh, I was there, told, yeah, okay. Heard those two of them. I got another egg sandwich, but it had corned beef on it. It was delicious. What, what was on yours? Just yeah. Egg and cheese and maybe a little bit of greens. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. No, I, I should have added some meat to it, yeah. but I didn't. Pause. Nice. No, yeah. and then <laughs> we fucking have, we have coffee three ways. Yeah, bro. Then we go over to thank you, thank animus? you. You guys got coffee animus? No. Come on. Get, ser- Wait, get serious. Come on. Sorry. If we're going to be pretentious about stuff, let's be serious about For it. For real. Right? And, Only uh, serious. Yeah. But yeah. so we, we leave there. We stop over at uh, Thank You, Thank You. Thank You, Thank You. Marco yeah. handles the whole order. I'm like, all right. I, I was like, what do you want? He's like, get whatever you get. All right. Boom. Cool. Yeah. I, I, he orders for you. That's well, no, he ordered. I ordered because I, I got a one on one. They do a thing called a one on one there where they'll split an espresso shot. Well, you'll get a cortado and a shot of espresso. Fire. Right. And then we got a, a, a drip coffee as well. It's a cortado. Cortado is basically like a small cappuccino, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it was like the first two. It, it, it seemed like it was coffee. I was like, yeah, we're done. And I'm like, did we just have coffee three ways? Yeah. It yeah. was like coffee three ways. It was an espresso, the cortadito, and then the uh, the um, and then the coffee, man. It was great. But we had an interesting conversation about how pretentious it is. Yeah. <laughs> and we were sitting there drinking that coffee, really enjoying it, but also how not pretentious it was. Right. Right. Do you but have, also enjoying the day, like it was a busy Seventh and Samson or whatever, whatever that is, and stuff was popping, fam. Dude, People moving did you around. Ever think when you were twelve that when you were in your forties or fifties, no. this is where you're, where mm-hmm. the station in no. life you'd be in. It made me love the city more. I almost got into a, a fucking road rage incident. Some dude, I cut some dude off. He starts screaming at me, and I just rolled the window down. I was like. Yo, he and I were sitting outside. This homeless guy just rolls up. Yeah, man. He's got a stick in his hand. Mm -hmm. He's looking up at the building. Gets the stick. Kisses the stick on one end. Starts swinging it around. Peeled off. That's it. That's it, man. That was it. So we had a great call. Yo, I think I saw a man die. You know what I mean? So... I'm, uh, well, you know, I hit, hit some of the places oh, yeah, on Judas yeah, Row, yeah, yeah. and then as I walked down Eighth to go to Walnut, yo, did you spritz the lemon on him? No, I didn't have any <laughs> lime juice on me. My man's just laying on the on the sidewalk and halfway in the street. Right, yo, Philly PD's just standing there, man, just staring at him. My man's just gone, and I'm like, damn, I hope you know. So I walked to my car, a couple blocks. When I come back, my man's still sitting there. You can see it's lunch, it's almost lunchtime. I saw this doctor cross in front of the car, and I was like, in, in the car, I'm like. Come on, Doc. What you gonna do? What you gonna do, Doc? Did they step what over you gonna him? do? She no. Nah, she she cr- crossed the street to see what was going on. But my man was so just out. It dead. looked like he either got knocked out. I don't know. He could have OD'd. Whatever it was. Right. Because you know city rules, fam. Well, the guy Keep like it pushing. Bum. No, he didn't look like he was a homeless guy. No. No, he didn't look like he was homeless. But um, what'd you do the rest of your day? Did you? Did you I ran in? down to South Philly. Yeah. Picked up some um tortillas? some warm tortillas. Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you, grab any, do, you see, do you see any watches? Anything interesting? Nah, like, no, it was just a, a bit of the same. Oh, I did see some goofy shit. I saw this old nugget, this nugget Rolex watch. I thought it was so funny. And you know, I like, like an eighty style that. nugget. Oh man, it was yeah. crazy. I don't even know how they What's did a like nugget style. It's like a gold nugget. Like it was, it was an all gold watch, but it was all 
it had all the the, the nugget you motif. You think it came factory it. like that? <laughs> Hell to the nah. But it was funny, man. Just listen. I like being lied to. I like how they lie to me and stuff like that. So it's just it's just fun. Ran around there, then I went to SPE, grabbed that stuff. Then I then I went. What are you home. pretentious about in your life, Tim? Like, is there things where if somebody were to talk to you about it, you're like, oh, I'm going to come off like an asshole, but I don't care. I don't think I am pretentious about anything. All right. When you talk about something and you're like, man, maybe I'm going to come off like an asshole. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty, I'm pretty, you know. You're down to earth? I'm a down to earth guy. Gotcha. Salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, no, me only, sometimes I, I start to judge automatically and then I'm wondering like, how far into this conversation do I want to have? You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to talk to you about certain things. Well, I was just recently on the Built Not Born podcast. Uh, Joe Chickarone had me on, and he he's got Shout a lot. Of, he gets cats. a lot of head, a lot of heavy hitters in our community, the jiu-jitsu world, uh, MMA, sales, business. Nice. Tim, have you ever been on? No, who are some of the heavy no, hitters oh, you, that have you've been never on. been on? Okay, right. let me let me finish up my story. I don't go on just anybody's podcast. I, apparently you don't get invited on just anybody's podcast either. So he asked me, he goes, Hey, you know, I know you're in the coffee. What do you think of this place? Mm. And I already, I'm, I'm already like, Oh, I'm not going to give him the answer that he's going to like. And I was like, ah, oh. when I, so the way I, when I first started my journey, when I first started my journey, but I wouldn't buy them anymore. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't go there. I try to do that. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. To let people off the hook a little bit. You know what I mean? And give give them a little breathing room because yeah. things. Because he's a good dude, right? And I'm into it. He's different. not. And he, right. It's not fair to me to be a prick yeah. to him. Yeah. About. It doesn't cough. It's just like if you like Cafe Bustelo, which you used to like. I, I would drink a Cafe Bustelo right now. Yeah. Okay. But if that's what you like, how is it? You know, it's just an opinion. It's like I don't like the ice, I don't like the ice cream there, but I, it's my favorite ice cream. But you get in just like you get into anything where people get so they they get so entrenched in what they want to defend, and well, I have to defend the fact that I spend all this money on this coffee and I got to shit on all this other stuff. But I'm completely <laughs> with you that I love Bustelo. I will drink it. Mm-hmm. I will not shit on it. It's a it, it's a staple in a lot of communities. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's none of my fucking business what you like or what you do. This is what I like, and this is what I'm going to spend extra money on. Right, but it hurts people's feelings if you tell them that you don't like their thing. It can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it can. If, especially if you've been if, if you've been there already. Like if you you know I drank a lot of Bustelo right. at one time, so I I feel comfortable saying you know it's high acidity. I feel like it's rocket fuel. I That's love it I when like it's time it. when it's time. But to do I like coffee that tastes like fucking motor oil. I want it to be like. See, you, I, so I so you like the flavor of the roast, not yeah. of the bean. Right. I like. I just like it to taste like it's burnt strong coffee. Yeah. So you could. Mm. So apparently, what my my friend Jamie owns Royal Mile. You could basically do that with anything. With any bean, I'm not pretentious. That's fine. No, no, no. And and that's co- like, like you said, it's what you like. Yeah. At at the end of the day, at a certain point in my life, that's what I really like too. And then as I got deeper and deeper, oh, you know what? There's so much different uh, variation and flavor. There's, that, there's that more uh, flavor profiles in coffee than there is in wine. Really? What they say? You must have heard that on uh, the Built Not Born podcast. I said the same really? thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, so coffee was, uh, it, I let him off the hook, but in the sense of listen to that podcast. By the way, it was really good. It was a good. Good interview, Joe. Was, Joe asked a lot of good questions. We got into uh, teaching methodologies, thing methodologies, how things have changed for me. Uh, he did a fun thing where he had, like these rapid fire questions. So that was fun. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Mm. Um, 
Have you ever been to like a coffee tasting? Ooh. Like I saw a thing. It was like a guy. He was like, he would sip it and then he would spit it out. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah. I've never done anywhere. that. That would no. be pretentious. To, you think? So? You think so? To drink something and then spit it out. That's that's like so. Uh, most of the time when they do cupping like that, it's to be able to see the flavor profile of the coffee, not so much to be drink. They they'll switch uh, it around and then they'll thing, the same thing with wine. I know it's just an extremely. Because you like, imagine drinking all that caffeine. Yes. Or wine. The wine. Yeah, is the same. Yeah. They usually do that to to mitigate. They don't want to yeah. get drunk when they're when they're tasting. Because there's a difference between twi- tasting and drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, but that's one of those things. Some some things are for other people. You know what I mean? Not everybody gets into it. So, want to move on to the fight yes. pass? The yes, fight sir. pass. You saw the. So what 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 is this? What's this? So what, there's a there's a seems to be a bit of a push in the grappling community by certain people, and I think. It's seated, seated in something else, but they want to see USADA-style testing for professional grapplers because in jiu-jitsu and in grappling, there isn't testing, so uh, PED use is very high. Right. Understandably so. Always has been, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even with testing, it could still be high. You know, I mean, you can get around, you get around testing, but it's interesting to see a grappling organization because they're tied in with the UFC to start instituting uh, testing. Yeah. Timmy, how do you feel about it? I don't think it's going to go much further than that because the testing is super expensive. So yeah, I don't think you'll see any other the UFC can afford it because they're a billion dollar company, but right. there's no billion dollar grappling company. So what do you think they're doing this for? Is it to, to add some kind of level of transparency? I think to, it's because it's with the UFC. To weed out guys wanna, out? It's because it's so closely connected with the UFC that they want to keep it mm. as clean. They want to keep the appearance yeah. of it being clean. Yeah, I definitely. doubt that Dana White cares if anybody's on no. steroids. Right? He probably prefers. This is want to get caught. Exactly. Right. And this this is like would you consider would you consider this another step towards maybe one day seeing this in the Olympics if they've been getting tested for all this time they're already I, used to it the I, athletes I think there's too many sports that are too close to jujitsu or grappling that it makes no sense for it to be an olympic sport gotcha See, i think it would make more sense because it combines like all of the grappling submission grappling is like all the grapplings together so you could just get rid of all them and just do submission grappling so we get rid of judo wrestling greco yep. get rid of it all. just grappling so turn it all into grappling yeah. but they know they're going to be a separate events or you know, no no, no he's saying no. get rid of it all you just do submission grappling so it rather so than if you want to grapple submission wrestling yeah, if you want to grapple Let's do it. I doubt that's happening. No, of course not. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a, that's and a, there's a ton of testing in wrestling and judo and all those guys are probably sauced to the gills in one way or another. Especially when you have, if they were to, to, to bring grappling to uh, uh, an international level like the Olympics and have a legitimate world championship, then what you're going to have is state-sponsored doping as opposed to athlete sponsored doping right which is they've, they've already found it's the best evidence kind of, of that doping. i mean athlete if you, or a state state st- state well hey man right because they're just gonna they'll be able to stay one step ahead of all the tests that's all you really need to be because i think as they go back what was it that movie uh icarus mm-hmm. where if they go back and they test with the current technology everybody fails really yep wow if they test the old samples Mm. Moving on the yes, the, the my way kill, killings uh, you put th- you put that up you recall what that what that was the uh... yeah so wait this was a social phenomenon yes okay yeah where 
people were getting killed in the Philippines for fucking up a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> the, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah right, right, my way, right? Yeah, the, my way. Tim, song. are you, you familiar with this? Is this fall into your study of? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of this yet. Is it what? Why are they so passionate about that song? Man, the big guy Frank Sinatra. Why wouldn't yeah, you be? I didn't know Frank Sinatra was big in the Philippines. Apparently, the song "My Way" is. But if you fuck up, or they don't like the way you sing "My Way," done. Done. I'm surprised anybody sings it. If that's the penalty, that's good, yeah, right. You got to have a lot of balls. I don't to, think it's state sponsored. No. Thanks. Like Thanks if you sing it, it, like uh, if you're listening to it on your iPod and you're like walking around singing it, and somebody doesn't like it, it, they just fucking kill you. Boom! Hit in the head with, a, with a coconut. Yeah. Yeah. Wham! Sun right into the grip. I think the coconut Philippines. I think they would. Uh, a lot of coconut. Yeah, what's the Filipino martial art? Uh, Kali. Is it Kali? Penjaka. Screamer. A screamer. They would kill you with a screamer sticks. Oh, that's well, that'd be aren't bad they one. knife people too? They are knife people. Yeah, they yeah. do that too. Thanks. Hey man, listen. So watch out there. Watch out when you're 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 performing karaoke in foreign countries, guys. In Philippines. In the Philippines. Uh, moving on to UFC. Any anyone last night? Apparently the main was a draw. I didn't see it. Yep. But the uh, there, that was there was a, a ten eight car. A judge that made it ten eight that made it a draw. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. That was a so that's a rematch of like one of the biggest upsets in uh, in the UFC when. That uh yeah, so Shevchenko and Grasso. Um, so they're gonna get another one out of it, right? All right, let's go back to the UFC that we uh we didn't talk oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What did UFC Adesanya? We Adesanya. We, 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 we were. Oh Adesanya, yeah, we were. Down. Yeah. So I saw the whole card. I thought the whole card was great. I don't remember any. Of I it, only but, saw rounds two, three, four, and five uh, of Adesanya. Adesanya. Yeah, I would. I'm comfortable saying I don't think he won a round, but. The only round I guess could be the second two, round. Two, he could have won. Yeah, yeah. he could have won that, but clearly didn't win one. No, no, not at all. So, what do we, Marco? What do you think about Izzy's performance and, and what you saw? Uh, it's, it's one of those things where sometimes styles make the match, and it looked like that style made the match. But also, does twisting him up that bad in the first round just change everything for Strickland? If that doesn't happen. Right, could be a completely different fight, and Adesanya is a completely different guy. I got, I, I Sean Strickland is an insane maniac. I think That's he's he kind like. of funny. I thought he had zero chance yeah, of beating yeah. Adesanya. I mean, I, we all I, picked. We Mark and I chose Adesanya when we made our. our, our I picked pick, Strickland, and just you to picked be contrarian. Yeah, but I didn't think he was going to win at all. Right. I was, I was shocked. But after the when he dropped him in the first round, I was like, he's going to be the next champ. Like the way he. The way he was able to land punches and Izzy wasn't able to hit him. And it was, was interesting because like, all he would do was would throw punches and a snap kick. Yeah. Punches mm -hmm. and a snap kick. Nothing else. And he uh it it's just amazing that he did all just I, no, no, all right, so I knew what I was gonna say, I kinda lost my train of thought. Is how good is Israel Adesanya to be that one dimensional to make it that far in the UFC? And to not get that exposed that he couldn't change the way he fights to be able to win that fight, to make it a grappling match, to shoot a takedown, to, yeah. to get it to the floor, that you just know he is a striker through and through, and he made it he's he's become one of the, you know, could arguably one of the greatest of all time without having decent grappling or being able to 
change up a fight when he's losing it. He's got pretty good takedown defense. He's not. I mean, he's just not a. He doesn't have offensive, offensive grappling, grappling yeah. but his his takedown defense is good, and he's got enough jujitsu to survive on the ground. But uh, not enough to change his not, tactics. He, in the fight. Yeah, he only has one way to win. Basically, he has a lot of ways to win. Stand in one way. Yeah. In one way. Understood. But now, it was kind of similar with Strickland. Like Strickland. Strickland didn't shoot any takedowns. He didn't need to. Yeah. But I'm saying like uh, Strickland is almost more one-dimensional than Izzy. He just walks forward and throws a one-two and a snap kick. And Izzy, Izzy, I heard one guy say it was like the simplicity of Strickland versus the complexity of Izzy. And it was just like uh, the simplicity completely threw off Izzy's complexity. Right. Yeah. The way Have you heard anything more about afterwards? Because... I don't oh, think absolutely. Izzy said anything yet. I don't so think he Izzy, said much of Izzy anything. Izzy went to the press conference, sat there, said, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I want to go eat breakfast and see my family. family yeah. And my coach, uh, yeah. Sal Behrman, he, is going to be here and talk to everybody. He did say he's a better man or he won the night. I think he said well, he's, he's a, great, he's a good yeah. loser. Like He's like yeah. uh, you know what Hickson he's said? always he's always handled it well when he's lost. Gotcha. So. Show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser. <laughs> Any other fights on the card that you were in? Yeah, uh, any other fights on the card that you enjoyed? That is that. I enjoyed all the fights. Gotcha. I, I thought they the, I had a great fight. Yeah, it was I a good card. Tuivasa was good. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I thought there was one. He lost two, right? Tuivasa. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were all good though. Yeah. Yeah. They had a. It was a. Good, it was a good showing, but it's an interesting thing to see Adesanya lose that way. Uh, I wonder what's going to happen. We had a conversation the other day, Timmy. You said that. You had heard some rumblings that the UFC wasn't happy, specifically maybe yeah, Dana White wasn't that, happy. Uh, Without Asanya? Yeah. No, with the whole fight. Like they didn't They said Adesanya had to like beg Dana White to get the fight. And with the, like guarantees like, come on, I'm gonna fucking smoke him. And then And Dana White didn't They say Dana White's pissed that Adesanya lost. Okay. What the fuck? Well he so number one, as the promoter. Shouldn't he be a little more neutral? Of course, right? But he's, but he's not. I get it. But, but he didn't. He didn't come out and say anything in public about. It. There's just like rumors that like Dana White is pissed that that this happened because I think Izzy's like one of his like biggest stars for sure. And he has a chance now to have like uh, you got Jones at heavyweight, who's a star. Adesanya at uh, middleweight, who's a star. Was was a star. Volk Volkanovski. Islam, both stars. You had a chance to have like stars in almost every weight class, but now he's got Strickland. But I think Strickland is a much more interesting and charismatic person than Izzy is. Like in interviews and stuff, he's much more like Izzy's just kind of a dork, you know? Right. Strick Strickland is a star to the people in the fight community. Mm -hmm. Israel Adesanya has the uh, probably the potential to be a star mm -hmm. outside of fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long do we think he's Strickland's going to hold on to this? I don't think he's going to Two fights, very three long. fights, two What do you think? How many fights do you give him right now? Right on the spot. He'll what? I think uh Drickus beats him. Okay. Drickus beats him. Okay. Margo, what about you? I probably I don't know. I haven't seen too much of Drickus, but what's uh, the other impressive thing is your boy Piera. Yeah. In the sense of he's beaten former champs, current champs in two weight classes. Mm. Does he get a match with him again? Do I don't think he moves down. No, nah, he, he probably doesn't go into it. It's a tough cut for him. But uh, <clears throat> so, and it, it's cool. the cool thing is that after he knocked out Strickland, they Strickland trained with him. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's cool. And what's next for Adesanya? Have they made any announcements where he's gonna who he's gonna fight? I'm with? assuming they're gonna do an immediate rematch because they always do. 
but um, I hope not. I want to see Strickland fight somebody, Izzy fight somebody, and then the the winner, winner those, those winners can fight each other. Um, but they'll most likely just do an immediate rematch because that would be a huge, it's a huge fight, you know. Um, so. Gotcha. Well, well, any any questions? Marvel? We got a couple, but uh, did you watch any of the ADCC trials? European trials? Uh, just some highlights. Okay. Yeah. Saw that guy Joseph Chen beat uh, Oliver Taza. Joseph? Taza and Langaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph yeah. Chen's fucking Crazy. really, yeah. really, really good. I he's only been training for like four years. I think. Yeah. Wow. Really. Yeah. And who else? I, I, I was unimpressed with Big Dan. Um. So I didn't when see I say match, I'm very impressed by Big Dan. So in general, so what in, weight class is this? The, the, well, the, I think it's the biggest, like uh, unlimited. Yeah. Right, and they're black belts. He's a purple belt. He's purple a purple belt. belt. Okay, so he smothers and destroys everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's the impression. Like, so when I say I'm unimpressed, the way he couldn't win the finals match mm -hmm. was un was what kind of unimpressed me. With I'm him. actually not impressed by his smothering. I think that's stupid. Um, but I mean smother in general, not smother as the uh, oh, the submission yeah. uses. Um, no, I think he's he's incredibly technical for such a big dude. I like watching him compete, but uh, but his he just he got he got against a guy he couldn't bully, and, and sitting guard hurts him. Yeah. in the finals he made he made the same mistake at the trials before I before heard. Like, yeah. he was winning, and then he sat guard. Like he probably would have won the decision, and then he sat in the last like 30 seconds i heard that one of the guys so, here was talking about that i heard uh interview with donner he said he's only got about 50 total grappling matches in his life so he said he's like super super green when it comes to competing but i think he's won oh, 50 grappling match uh, 50 competitive matches is a decent amount not for those guys you know not for you know um guys at the top it's not but he's got in the last like several months, he's done a bunch of these ADCC. He's, yeah, I think he was he's, at like, ADCC Chicago. Like he's I think, he, I think they said he's got like eight wins or no, maybe ten wins, uh, weight class and open weight at the ADCC Open. So, but he 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 got out wrestled, mm -hmm. and the it was just funny to see that it almost looked like he had no no takedowns. If he couldn't pull guard and make it work. It didn't work for him. And so a lot of his other matches, he's been smashing people on the feet. He just, he just got. He went against a guy that's more experienced, and that guy was in ADCC last year. He lost to Gordon first round. Um, he was a trials champion the year before. Yeah, so. he, showed, he showed his medal. Nice. Any other matches or memorable moments from that? I, from that I, you know, I, I uh, Robert Diggle. I watched some of his matches, and he was. How uh, do you do? He won his matches by leg lock and then lost on points. Yeah. He, I think he won three matches, and it was one of those things, I'm fortunate, he's, he's got really good leg locks. Mm -hmm. The first match was kind of tight, wins with maybe 20 seconds left because he catches a guy in a leg lock. If you can be, uh, if you can avoid his leg lock game, that's where you're likely going to be. Um, was that guy Luke Griffith in it? Luke Griffith. The uh, cool thing the, is- The South African guy? Yeah. Yeah, he won his division. Okay. Yeah. Um, the cool thing is now these guys have multiple chances to – you can do the European. Yes. You can do the East Coast. You can do the West Coast. You can go and do, it like, the Australian or the, the Asian. Yeah, the East Coast one. is coming up October 14th. Yeah. You got two two guys doing it. Nice. Nice. Cobra and, your guys? And, and Snake? Yep. 
Any of your guys compete uh, as of late since the last time we were here? No. I did promotions yesterday. I had oh, a nice. big day yesterday. Shout out. Shout out. To, let's, let's hear you it, You ministered bro. some promotions? What? Ministered some promotions, yeah. So this was before or after the wedding? Before. During. Nice. In the morning. Nice. I like it. <laughs> it was a warm-up for the wedding. Nice. Did you promote Chi-Chi on the... Uh... No. No. No jujitsu jokes at this wedding. Mm. None. No. Do, does she train? Yeah, she's a purple belt. Oh, nice. Let's, so Nobody she, shot a single on the wife oh, or anything? No, Stop no. It. And her husband's a blue belt. Hellfish? Yeah. Nice. Oh, look at the match made in heaven. Let's talk about it. Shout out to people that uh, you know you elevated. Um, Give some ranks. I don't, I don't know. I have the list. We had a bunch of guys get stripes, a bunch of guys get belts. Nice. Any black belts or just? No the, black belts. Uh, understood. There was somebody I was going to go to brown belt, but he didn't show up. Really? Ooh, wow. Yeah, I think he got he had like called into work or something. He couldn't make it. But. Oh, and wasn't wow. that important to him? I guess not. Hey, man, Marco. So we got a uh, uh, an Instagram message about a Reddit post. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. It's it's kind of lengthy, but I'm gonna I'm Let's gonna read go. it. Let's hear it. Grappling a white belt who wasn't a white belt, and what I learned from it. Been meaning to share this story, but never really gotten around to it. Back in 2016, I was a decent blue belt and passed through Philadelphia. I've always enjoyed open mats. As I dropped in at Balance Studios, I felt I was ready for purple belt, but always good to try out a competitive gym and see if I can hang. Everyone there was super cool, but definitely a competitive environment. Towards the end of the morning, a behemoth of a white belt asked if I wanted to roll. Much like the uh, fish that got away, this white belt always gets bigger in my story. As I remember, he was around 6'2", an absolute unit at 240 pounds. But hey, I know jiu-jitsu. Technique wins. I channeled, uh, I channeled by inner, my, by, I think he means my, my inner hoist Gracie, and we went at it. He was obviously much bigger and stronger than me, but I felt like we had a good and competitive back and forth. I could tell people at the gym were watching and wanted to defend my honor or what little I have left in life. After a hard-fought round, he asked if I wanted to go again. I obliged. Before we started, another gym member said to him, Hey, Tim, stop messing with that kid. And threw the white belt, his black belt. I was confused and watched the white belt put the black belt on. We went again, and he obviously mopped the floor with me. After our second round, we talked, and he asked if I wanted some feedback. Of course, he told me that I was much better the first round when I thought he was a white belt. Sure, he took it easy on me, but I pushed the pace, tried to pass, and attacked. When I knew he was a black belt, I was timid and let him work uh, work his game on me. It's advice that has served me well and helped me not psych myself out. As a purple belt now... I see white belts and blue belts sometimes give me too much respect because they think I'm better than I am. They think I'm better than I am. Some folks I tell this story to feel the white belt was a jerk, but I don't feel that way at all. It was a great lesson and one that has served me well. There's another part to this story. Let's see. Someone replies, holy hell. If this Tim turns out to be Tim Carpenter, then yeah, your one that got away assessment isn't much of an exaggeration. It's so hilarious. If so, hilarious going into a role thinking he was a white belt. His comment and your realization about giving too much respect or getting psyched out is spot on. Many people are defeated or already lost in their mind before the role even starts. 
Uh, and then someone else said, uh, this isn't Tim, it's Terry Bull. I don't know what that means. But anyway, and yeah, the person that sent that was Luke Davidson. Timmy, is this is this fact? Do you recall this uh, at all? I, I mean, as many roles I, I as you kind of recall it, but it he's off on a few things. Hold on, okay. why did you have a white belt on? First of all, because I forgot my black belt. I didn't, so I didn't ever put a black belt on. He just found out that I was. Okay, like I didn't. They didn't I, throw you the belt as in nobody the store. Yeah, like it, some of it's wasn't me off. Joe Green throwing the kid nice. the, yeah, the jersey because like, I think he soda. says like somebody took their black belt off and gave. It. I was like, no, I just had a white belt on because I didn't uh, have my belt with me. Um, and I didn't, I don't think what I, I find odd, you asking him if he wants that's feedback, what I, I, you would, I would guarantee never, you, I would never say that. Sound I like know, you. I've known you for a very long time. Not words that I would ever think of you saying Even to somebody I, you didn't know. I would give feedback, yeah. but if I wouldn't asked. say it if they asked. Yeah. If they asked. So I'm assuming they offer. asked. Yeah. As well, yeah. So this so, person probably and the, But I did give him that advice. I was like, you... I think that was the first thing. I was like, you did a lot better when you thought I was a white belt. Right. Like, don't. So when he came to you, he said, can you give me some feedback? You're like, yes. I don't know if, he, if that's how it happened, but I know I didn't say, can I give you some feedback? But other than that, it's pretty accurate. But it's, um, it's actually, it can be more fun as a black belt when people don't know that you're a black belt. That's why sometimes no-gi is... Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but you're not out here on the reg, on the reg sandbagging. No. Got gotcha. you. No. I would never. Yeah, um, yeah. I, would, I don't think it's a jerk. It was one of those things you forgot your belt. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that ever. I wouldn't like not on purpose. If I had my belt with me, I wouldn't wear a white belt. Right, so. and that's a bit of a phenomenon, right? There's a a few videos out there. Yeah, like, it's like fun. Guys, one thing if you do it you know, as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's usually like for school owners and, and like they bring somebody in, like, hey man, just throw this on for a little while, roll with some yeah. of my guys, see what's going on. I, it would be a dick if you went to a school. If you were a black belt, you went there, put a white belt on, fucked everybody up, and then be like, and never and, say, anything. and never said anything. One, many, many years ago, we had a. a you remember Raj? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Raj, the young kid, now, right? he was yeah, he's a yeah. doctor now. He's in high school, and my buddy comes in. He was a, a former corrections officer, boxer, maybe three hundred pounds. So we roll the. Uh, the, the wave master in the middle of the room and he's fucking going to town and killing the wave master. And I go to Raj and said, yo, that guy's, this guy's here to fight a challenge match. My back is fucked up. I said, so I can't do it. Now Raj is maybe 120 pounds. Yeah, I remember right. Yeah. He was a thin kid. I go, you have to do it. He goes, well, really? And then he turns to me and says, I'm only doing it because you say I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And then they fought. What happened? Ah, we let him off the hook. Okay. Nah. Yeah. Moving forward. But we got Man, another question. Plyler, Plyler sent in a goodie. Nice. Let's hear it. Two-parter. Greetings, gentlemen. Being good at jiu-jitsu and being good at winning jiu-jitsu competitions are two related but separate things. What skill and or abilities need to be developed to make someone with good jiu-jitsu but zero competition experience a winner? Tim. Um, They need to... The most important skill to develop is the skill of competing, which you can only do by competing or getting your training as close to competition as possible if you don't have an opportunity to compete. But the only way to get good at it is to compete. And the more you compete, the more it'll be like the first time you roll at open mat, you probably didn't do too great. You got like fucked up a little bit. But if you do it a couple times a week, every week, it becomes like just natural. You come in, you're relaxed. And that's what you need to do when you compete. 
Right. So there's only one way to do it, and that's to compete. There's no or getting your training as close to competition as possible. Do you think right. that's how close? Like, if you had to put a percentage on what you've seen or what you think is capable in a training room to proximity percentage wise to a competition intensity, how close do you think a room can get? Can you get it? Yeah. 85%. Right. That sounds about right. Because there's that, there's that piece. There's just something that's always missing, right? Right. Because it's the jitters of going to an actual event. Because eventually you'll get comfortable with everyone in the room. And I'll tell one you thing what you should do is train with people that are visiting other places. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was going to say. Going to yeah. another place mimics the competition. Yeah. So I was going to ask, what can we do or what can we tell people to kind of go from 80, even, no matter how the intensity is, what can they do to gap that other 15%? Visit other schools. Train yep. with people you don't know. Train with people you don't know. Yeah, right. Wear a white belt when you do. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll give you their honest self right. when you do that. But I think focusing on... Mm-hmm. on executing mm-hmm. right but also if you're preparing for a competition and you want to gap that that last 15 percent training like you would like okay the points are important to you the advantages are important to you the submissions are you know training with an intent yeah not just training yeah. like you normally right over mat learn the game too like for sure no understand the point scheme and 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 how you fit into it and what you can do so um, to answer that question tim you're saying is uh, training intensity to try and get it as close get it to 85 percent, which we agree to you used a couple to do points. cool i like when you, you did the uh <clears throat> you had the sounds of the yeah, tournament yeah. that was yeah, really was cool fun. yeah, yeah did you know? Um, we also you, did the fight versions yeah. of those too. Like, you yeah, could like, also have uh, we do it. We've had some guys when they fight. We do like a fight simulation. That's that's good. And we have the other students like you cheer for him, you cheer for him, yell and be like obnoxious yeah. and do stuff like that. Like that's uh, that's stuff you can do to sort of just but get accustomed the, the, the to it. Competing's a muscle, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, I, I, and if I could say the, I think compete as soon as you can, do it. As soon as you, your instructor says, yeah, go ahead, you know, d- depending on the school you go to. Right. But if you can, if you have access to, to going to smaller tournaments, you know, start early because if you start later, the, 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 the difference between a, a, a white belt and a blue belt, you know, might be, it could be years. You could run into a four stripe uh, blue belt. And you bring up a, a good point where I remember, and Tim, I think you, you can vouch for this. Is those dudes, you know, like the Donna Hurt Death Squad guys, you'd see them at ADCC, but then you'd see them at Grappling Industries. Yeah. You'd see they, they're competing at everything. Maybe yeah. they're not using the same techniques or uh, strategies at Grappling Industries. They're okay. This, they're building up techniques that they could say, okay, I could, I could bring it to a higher level of competition, but don't feel like you're too much of a big shot to compete in Definitely. smaller tournaments. Yeah, and you want to start you want to start at that at those smaller things because maybe you'll have two matches, maybe you'll have 15 right. matches, you know? And then as you start to get to the to the bigger, you know, the bigger events, the jitters will come down cuz you've done this before. You'll understand that right. competition is competition and the levels change, but do it as, as soon as you can. Start doing it because that way you're with other true beginners. It's difficult when you go in as a white belt because you might run into a guy who has four years experience. He kind of checked out for a while, had a family. Now he's coming back. You never really know what you're up against. So try to do it early and and do the small the And small search bets. out those tournaments that are either round robin or have a loser's bracket. There you go. Because that's that. even if you go 0-2, it's more experience than going 0-1. Yeah. If you go 1-1. 
at least you got you got a victory in, but getting that that mat time in competition is the most valuable thing. Right. That's what I like about the ADCC opens. They do like a loser's bracket. Yes. Um, and then like like you said, it leading up to ADCC last time when Bodoni won, he was competing like almost every weekend in these like he was doing um IBJJF. He was doing these like s- the little small things that they do at schools where they'll have like they'll bring in like eight you know, and one of the, and belts. one of them is Giancarlo Bodoni, yeah. eventually. ADCC and then there was another one. He did the uh, the one I think it's in like maybe it's in Pittsburgh somewhere. It's Enigma or something, but he got submitted like a couple months before by a by a much smaller guy, like a couple months before ADCC. And I remember in the IBJJF he had lost to Hulk, um, and then in ADCC he wins the whole thing, submits Hulk. It's like he had competed so much leading up to it that. He was super comfortable in the moment. Well, and also some people can maybe uh, dominate everything that they go into, right? Where, okay, I go into this little one. I go into this big one. It doesn't matter. I dominate because I dominate. Or in Bodoni's case, he built up to becoming the ADCC champion through some success, some losing, and then, you know, using that to focus on ADCC. I saw um, Gordon Ryan had posted some footage of him in competition, like, five, 10 years ago, not five, 10 years ago when he was like a blue or purple belt and he would put himself, he said in competitions, he was like, he would let people mount him so he could work his escapes and work certain techniques in the competition, not just doing it like in training. He would like put himself in terrible positions and then try to work his way out and submit people. Um, I mean, if you could get out then, fuck. Yeah. I mean, if you get a high level move, that's, That's you have to be looking so far ahead to do that. You know, like if you're and like, you have to be con- somebody has convinced you that there's greatness within you and you have to do yeah. this. Yeah. I was also going to say, uh, also communicate with your team members. Talk to the guys that com- that compete on a regular basis at the school you're at and ask people questions, critique, you know, if they need to critique you or if you ask them how what it's like. You and know, also get involved go, in that go kind of and stuff. don't yeah. if your coach is there, go. If your coach isn't there, go. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, like coaching is important, but. You, you know, coaches can't make it to every single no, one. And even if the coach is there, there's lots of times where I, I'm coaching one guy, then another guy. I'll have like two or three guys I've, going I've at the been, same I've time. I've sprinted from yeah, ring and, to ring. Uh, that's that's one reason why it's good to have team members there because they can just be there to call yeah. time. and let or, even, or help or point you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tim's up on ring three. Yeah. 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 No, and I've, co- I've coached. I mean, by like, it's like, hey, man, can you coach me? Marcus over there. Like, All right, cool. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do that. So, uh Real cool thing, man. It's, I think that's some good advice. Hopefully, Se- second part out. of his question. Also, there have been many people who have fought in MMA who have had the last name Gracie. Who are the top three in order of greatness? Thank you for your time. Keep up the great work. I mean, By the way, congratulations on his recent yeah, uh, grand grand opening of his new location. Yeah. Yo, shout out! Shout really out! Nice place, man. like double the size of his last nice. place. Yeah. Where we we know the down in Delaware. Delaware. Yeah, no, yeah. the name of the school we shot elevated, out. elevated, elevated studio. Elevated. Yeah, one's in Delaware. It's beautiful, beautiful, real beautiful too. It looked really nice. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, so. very. Uh, Top three Gracies in MMA. Number one, Daniel. Um, in MMA. Yeah. Hoist. Number one. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Go ahead. What, what, what does he mean? Same Gracie. I don't know what. He Where means. do they rank? Who Where do you rank them? The top three. In order of greatness. Oh, Hoist. Um, you, you would t- when you think Enzo. of Gracie and no, no. great. In greatness. order of greatness. Yes. Yeah. If it wasn't for Hoist, he's the greatest of all time because he started it all. Really, but he's not great. 
Huh? He is great. He was at the time. He was the greatest. Hmm. He beat everybody they put in front of him. No, he didn't. Almost everybody. Oh, we went from beating one, everybody to almost. Draw, he had one draw. And then, so he did either either he beat everybody or he didn't. What, what, what is he it? He didn't beat everybody. Okay. Thank almost you. everybody. But if it wasn't for him, so it's Hoist. We wouldn't you said even know who was next. Hoyler. So then we, no. you have to Hanzo, put Horian Hanzo. up there because it's not for Horian. He's then you don't have. He Hoist. didn't fight though. He he didn't fight in the MMA, so you don't put him in there. Hoist, Henzo, Hodger, okay. Hodger. <laughs> I see. I see who you left <laughs> you off. See uh, you see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think like you, where where do you put Hickson? So if you were to ask number one, all of them in if you were to, to poll all the Gracies, I'm, I'm asking you. No, I know, and I'm I'm <laughs> formulating my answer. If you were to go to every single Gracie and say who's the greatest well. Gracie to mm. ever put gloves on, they're saying Hickson. Yeah. So I'm. I'm not going to argue with them. They're a crazy so family. You, you, you don't just agree with the Gracies. I agree, agree with the Gracies. Yes. I think uh, I'm going Hickson one, Henzo two, and then Hoist three. Oh, in in greatness. Okay, yeah. I'd go Hoist two and Henzo three. Okay, Hickson number one. I actually might put Hoyler as three mm. because he was the tiniest and he fought like heavyweights and shit in Pride. So and he never fought a heavyweight in Pride. I think he did. Hoist fought Akibono. Yeah, I don't think he fought anybody that big, but I'm pretty sure he fought a heavyweight. No, he didn't. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can you can think a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So that was quick. That was quick. Like, we, we handled that very well. Yeah. <clears throat> Real cool one. Marco, what's for dinner? I think I'm going to go get some Poly G's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, bro. You should, they don't have a, a punch card? They do, don't they? They, they might. I don't Man, know. bro, yeah. come on. You should be, <laughs> you'd be like a 10th free pizza yeah. by now. You know what I mean? Timmy, how about you? What's for um, dinner? I'm I'm going out to eat with some, oh, nice. some of my wife's family. They're in town from Hungary. Okay, and where where are we taking them? Where don't you know take me? them for Hungarian food. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think you can find any around here. Yeah, gotcha. but that's what they people from Italy. Oh, I'm going to take it. Italians Why? don't want to eat a t- Italian food when they're in the United States. They want burgers and, and fries, fries and stuff. That's yeah. what they want. So where are you taking them? Uh, some American food. I don't know. I don't know. It's the best thing you got. So are they are, who's paying. I guess I'm paying. Whoa, oh. son. Yeah, you got to, especially when you have the family, the wife's family. Well, um, we'll go get dumplings. Are you going to, there you go. You're going to stay in your neighborhood? Be, that is actually where we should is it, Do they have a sit-down portion where you can mm-hmm. eat there? Yeah. yeah. Are they staying with you guys? Tonight, yeah. And they leave tomorrow. They're going to Niagara Falls. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Niagara Falls. <laughs> where is that? Niagara Falls. That's just how they say it. Niagara Falls. Slowly I turn. That's all right. Inch by inch. Step, step by step. You know what we're talking about? No. You fucking loser. Yeah, three stitches. It is what it is. <laughs> Classic. So you're taking them out to eat maybe dumplings. Cheap and out on them. I got you. Yeah. you do? That's it? That's the best you got? That's the best. You're going to stay got. there? You're taking them into Philly or back to Barcelona? I think they were. They were that's, I would have said that, but they were in Philly all day and they're coming to Glenside now. So. Right. How are they getting to Glenside? Uh, my wife's picking them up. She was taking around Philly all day. Nice. So. Hmm. What if they're still there? I'm sure you can meet them at one of those places. Yeah, but they're not going to be there. They're going to be in Gladstone. Nice. Peace. <laughs>